what is that? What's going on? It's the Film Drunk Broadcast. What are you laughing at? Coming at you not live from the Frog Quarters in San Francisco. Uh, we got a great show. We got the rare appearance by Studio Matt. Hey, Studio Matt up in here. I didn't know you were going to start with me. I didn't think of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is it rare? I'm here well, we, only, well, we, we needed one Studio Matt and one Skype Matt with Matt Ufford coming back. That's, woo woo! Yeah, yeah, so I, I also didn't know what to do. <laughs> you can't do a visual greeting; it doesn't work. I had my hands up in the air. It was really good. Yeah, that wasn't good. I saw it, but I couldn't hear it. Uh, and another triumphant appearance from Brendan. Oh, I. <laughs> I... Sorry. Nobody had anything. <laughs> We're all gonna be bad. Vince, Vince can I just say? Can I just say, as a as a as a podcast, uh, 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 as someone who listens Guest. to a lot of podcasts, oh. you really gave it your all for that intro, and nobody else showed up for you. Yeah, no, I mean, I was out there, I was throwing passes. You've gotten. So I was I was better. dodging tacklers. I was throwing. I, I got nailed by the linebacker, and then Matt just dropped the shit. As soon well, as it, I yeah, I definitely was the beginning, and it was the domino effect. But I don't blame me specifically. You know, yeah. I think it was a team effort to right. fuck up your podcast. You know, our team's only as good as our worst member. Is that? Yeah, the thing mm-hmm. like weakest link breaks the chain, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. No, your Break food's only as good as your chain. worst ingredient. Is that also? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. so don't put shit in food, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah, um, I feel like we should start with movies that I saw this week because this is theoretically a movie podcast and all. We haven't been doing that, and well, I thought, I, yeah, no, let's do like, it. I, I keep trying to get for you at guys. least the last five years, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this is episode three fifty, by the way. Holy Historic fuck. moment. Fuck. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow, oh, uh, our sh- listenership sure has plateaued. <laughs> you know, I'd say it's declining. <clears throat> I, wish I, prepared, I wish I had prepared an introduction for myself yeah. Yeah. for such a special occasion. I can see why people stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it does make sense. We all can. Yeah. Um, thanks to everyone who uh, sent messages uh, to Ben. He wanted to make sure to thank everybody for that. Um, that's pretty cool. Frogcast at gmail.com, patreon.com slash frogcast. So this week, uh, I, well, I used to try to get you guys to see movies, and then at some point I realized that was probably going to be hard. It's very difficult to watch. Yeah, so I figured this I, now I would just tell you about the movies that I saw because I have to see. Yeah, because it's my job. It's actually, I, I watched the original Blade Runner when we were supposed to do that, but then oh, I couldn't yeah, come you didn't to the get broadcast. To talk about it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, you like yeah, it? Did we talk about that? <laughs> sort of. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't. Uh, well, did you come, how'd you come down on whether Deckard's a replicant or or not, or is that like asking what's in the suitcase in Pulp Fiction? Yeah, I I think the the origami thing at the end. I'm with you, Vince. Like the origami thing at the end. Yeah, right. Like where right. James almost puts how, down yeah. the origami unicorn, which was only in Deckard's dream. So how could he know? Right. Unless he knew what Deckard and, was dreaming. An Asian, an inexplicably Asian Edward James almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's where I came down, but. Um, I'd never seen that movie, and it's definitely like it was on the list. Like, because usually you have to explain why you haven't seen a movie like right, that. Right, right, right. It was on the list, man. Yeah. It's one of those. Well, oh, you haven't seen Blade Runner? Yeah, yeah. That's but how, that's me. Generally, when when you hold out that long and you don't see it, 
uh, is disappointing because how could it possibly live up to the hype? Mm-hmm. Holy shit, that movie is amazing. Really? Yeah, really? I, I loved it. It took me a second watch. Like I, I fell asleep the first time and I was like, this is complicated. I don't know what's yeah. really happening. I felt uncomfortable because I was watching one that said director's cut and I was yeah. like, I don't know if I'm seeing the right one. The whole time I felt that way. I feel way. like you kind of need to see both because they're both wrong in their own way. Well, that's the thing. So I'm watching it going like, this is, I think this is bad, but it's probably because it's the wrong one. Yeah. Well, the apparently cut, the final cut is the, the right one. That's just quote, the unquote. director's cut with remastered visual effects. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, the theatrical cut has the shitty voiceover that sounds like Harrison Ford is reading it at gunpoint. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe that's, I missed out on, on, on narration. Right. You did. Which tells you some of the stuff that's going on in the movie that makes it easier to understand, but it's also terrible. Mm. So it's kind of like you should watch it with that and then go back and watch it without it. See, that's too much to I see know. a stupid Especially movie. Especially with, yeah, a long one. That's- yeah. <clears throat> I will say I had heard references to the you know famous Tears and Rain monologue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, man, when I actually saw it happen, I was like... That was that really a, an emotional you? gut punch. Yeah, I was. Uh, that brought me to tears for I sure. I should watch. I should rewatch. That was it. unbelievable. Which one did you see? Directors or I saw the, the final cut. Okay, the one that's is, on is Amazon. Is that the one where Rutger Howard he's like out there and it's raining and he's yeah. like, "Blame it on the rain." Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. How's the rest of that song go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how the rest of that song goes. This is it? Attack ships on fire. Oh yeah. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the ten house gate. All those moments will be lost in time. Like tears. So does he talk slow because he's an because he's a replicant, or is it just because he's dying? His body's shutting down. Oh, uh, whatever. Why man. is he dying? And then the the part you the last line. Time to die. Time to die. Oh, <laughs> rip my heart out. Um, he's dying because they were given uh, an expiration date essentially um, oh. because they didn't want them living too long. Yeah, 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 yeah. So replicants. I saw the second one, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, replicants. I, I have not, so don't don't spoil. No spoiler this alerts. Is, this this might be like the one movie I see in a theater this year if it's still in theaters. Um, no spoilsies. No spoilsies. Replicants are not robots. They're they're people. They're ro- they're robots. They yeah, are. They're like they're like cyborgs, they're right? Like, they're they're like. But they have flesh, like guts. They're they flesh have guts bots. and stuff. Right, they're cyborgs. That's what a cyborg is. It's like a part human, part robot. What makes right? it a robot? There's 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 it's like, built by a machine. So okay, but but it's flesh but and blood. A robot would have to be a hundred percent machine. A cyborg has organic elements to it, like right. The but what part isn't machine in a replicant? The dick. Just the dick, the dick part. I think they have like dick. artificial intelligence. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's artificial. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to have this. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's. <laughs> seems... Well, they bleed, so there's clearly like organic right. matter. It seems right? like they die the same way as humans. They're just kind of have more strength and power because they're also part robot. Yeah, Daryl Hannah did like 14 backflips and like right. crushed his head with her thighs. 
Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, if I, I want to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, that's how Harvey Weinstein wanted to go too. Apparently, Death by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! I've always wanted Death by Snoo Snoo. Uh, so anyway, this week I saw Lady Bird, mm. which is not about LBJ's wife, even, oh. even though I did see LBJ the week before. Very okay. confusing. Okay, yeah, I'm confused. Uh, Lady Bird is about. Again? What's that? Can you go over that again? I'm confused. So Lady Bird, not about Lady Bird Johnson, wife of Lyndon Baines. And then neither is LBJ is not about LBJ no, LBJ either. is about the former president. No, LBJ, LBJ is about, is about his long, wife. A long blowjob. <laughs> uh, we just lost 10 more listeners. Uh, it is disappointing that they, well, obviously, like, they need to make, like, a sober, you know, biopic of, of LBJ, so they're not going to include the bunghole call. Oh, but, no, they included that. It's Rob, oh, they did? It's I thought Rob, you said... No, it's Rob Reiner. He included it in the first 10 minutes. Oh, I thought you said they didn't. No, they oh, did. Because I was sure going to suggest did. that's, like, a good end credit scene. Yeah, yeah no, they, they they like they put that right you up front. You can ham it up. It could be like the end of Cannibal Run 2, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. So, wait, how was LBJ? It was all right. Okay. Have it you was, seen... Uh, it's kind of weird. Who like, played LBJ? Uh, Woody Harrelson. Oh. So, you got two choices when you're making an LBJ movie. Brian Cranston. Either, no, you can either cast a guy that actually looks like LBJ, or you can, like, get a good actor and then kind of try and make him look like LBJ. Well, Brian Cranston played him, and he's a good actor. When did he play him? In the HBO movie, All the Way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, forgot, I forgot about that. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of look like... Uh, he kind of ended up looking like Johnny Johnny uh, Knoxville's old man makeup in, in Jackass. Oh, see, that's... Oh, no. Who directed it? Was it... Rob d- Reiner. Oh, yeah, you just... Did it also it. include him taking a dump with the door open? Yep. Oh, yeah, that's oh, in yes. there. Yeah, yeah. Yes. See, yes. Well, now I want to see it. The good stuff's in there. Okay. Uh, Does it include him uh, planning the assassination of John F. Kennedy? No, they left that part out. That's where, weird. Where he's like on the phone with Ted Cruz's yeah. dad. Uh, yeah. In his- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll no. give you your damn war. <laughs> yeah, no, they've, you guys they've, ever see JFK? Oliver Stone? Uh, Hell of a mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I saw Snowden. All right, we're going too crazy. <laughs> you, talk about yeah. Lady no, Bird. And then I, Lady Bird was great. And then I saw Murder on the Orient Express, mm. which was uh, 154 minutes. Yeah, that's still, which is pretty long. A lot of minutes, yeah, yeah. and you really feel those minutes too. Wow! So yeah. it was good. I, I had no idea <laughs> that they remade that movie. Yeah, they did. Uh, who's in it? Uh, Kenneth Branagh. Did they CG his does mustache? He play Hercule Poirot. He does. Oh. Yeah. Do, yeah. Do it's they, a great cast. Except for, except for Josh Gad is in there for some reason. I fucking hate Josh Gad. <laughs> I hate Josh, I Gad. Josh, Josh Gad is Josh solely Gad. in there to piss you off, Vince. He really is. He's just like a he's like a, a pebble in my shoe. I feel like if Josh Gad and Miles Teller were in the same room, I would be like someone 9-11 that building. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here's the thing. I've come to accept and even enjoy oh, Miles Josh Teller. Gad. Yeah, Why? Actually, I think I, I kind of like he kind of won me over in uh, War War Dogs. Yeah, that, yeah. But his face is so fucking stupid. It's weird. He like if you see him in a picture, you want to just never stop punching your laptop screen. Yeah, and when you see him in a moving picture, it's worse. Uh, no, he doesn't have that effect in movies. Like he has the uh, Russell Brand thing where he somehow underplays his natural persona and makes it less punchable. Oh, yeah, everything about him is punchable. But okay, so you yeah. saw Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, and it made me think that how glad I am that that murder mystery genre has, has died. Yeah. It's just so much bad. It's just like people ripping wigs off yeah. and explaining why they <laughs> why they did the crime. Yeah. Like fucking Michelle, Fe- Michelle Pfeiffer at one point rips a wig off and it's just like, she has brown hair under the blonde wig. Mm. And you're like, what does that prove? <laughs> 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 well, she's I think a liar. Any, anything that was, that was um, you know, 
uh, novel or interesting about the the murder mystery has just been done to death through every iteration of Law and Order and right. mm-hmm. CSI and or, the, or anything and, on Masterpiece Theater by the BBC. Right. Uh, you try watching one of those. My mom loves them, and I'm mm-hmm. just like. You spend the whole time just trying to guess who did it. And after a while, you're like, I don't have an hour and 30 minutes to guess who did Why do they make a feature length? Yeah. No one's ever answered also, that question. Also, I just don't care. Like, the thing about this movie, it was so beautiful. And who decided to make this 90 minutes? <laughs> right. That's the whodunit. Yeah. That's the real mystery. Everybody's got a cool mustache, and there's, mm-hmm. like, great scenery. I just wanted to watch the scenery, but then... The train breaks down in the middle of nowhere, and then it's like a murder mystery that I don't care about at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. did it? No, no spoilers. Yeah, dude. But it was, was Kenneth Branagh. It's a twist ending. Okay, it's a twist. All right, don't yeah. tell me. Yeah, You don't have to tell me. I won't. Um, you can check the book out of your local library to find out. Yeah, like I'm going to read Ag- Agatha Christie. Was it Ag- Agatha Christie? Yeah. Uh, see, that was a guess. Like mystery solved. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, who did it. Ten, she wrote that book. Ten more listeners lost. <laughs> He's just like a, the reverse Lucy. Yeah. Now a 5% <laughs> listener. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, if you made a show where every listener stops listening, <laughs> by the end you have zero listener. Mm-hmm. That's a script. I wrote that script. I just feel like Ed Zitron was destined to come on the show to talk about that so he could say brain genius 400 times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely part of the draw. Yeah, that was great. That was a great episode. Oh, thank you. We're now getting self-referential on the podcast where we just yeah. talk about like our greatest Simpsons. hits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this week, mm-hmm. Big Neighbor Feud, which is like one of my favorite. <laughs> it is so good. It's one of, one of my favorite stories is the Neighbor Feud. Can I just say? This is <laughs> the the Rand Paul thing is basically the Simpsons episode where George W. Bush moves right. in. I forgot that one. What was that? Uh, it's a uh, uh, no, sorry, not George W. Bush. George H. W. Bush, the first mm, one. Like mm-hmm. a, it was after uh, Bush was voted out, and then they made an episode where he became uh, Homer's Homer's neighbor, and they like, they just like disagreed about everything. Like Marge and Barbara tried to get along, but like. Uh, George Bush and Homer were just at odds from Jump Street, and they ended up like fighting in a sewer. At, uh, I think oh, yeah. at the end of the episode, sure, yeah, Homer sure. glued a clown wig to his head. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> one bad neighbor. Yeah. Um, so this uh, Rand Paul, mm-hmm. uh, who also looks like he has a clown wig glued to his head. <laughs> hey, you know, make fun of a lot of things about <laughs> yeah, Rand he Paul. Does actually, you guys have the same head of hair. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, I think it's pretty awesome that he was riding around on his on his riding riding mower, and he got off, and he got fucking form tackled by his anesthesiologist neighbor, oh, and so, broke six ribs. So it was it was uh, it wasn't a political thing; it was his neighbor. No, no. Oh, see, I didn't know the details. I just saw the article, uh, you know, the, the headline like Rand Paul broke ribs and, and was assaulted, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I'll read it to you. He was in public, <laughs> <laughs> right? The history between U.S. Senator Rand Paul and his neighbor, who was accused of attacking him is filled with years of angst and petty arguments over misplaced lawn trimmings and branches, the neighborhood's developer said. By the way, uh, being neighbors with a libertarian is probably the worst <laughs> thing you can be. <laughs> yeah. Well, the best part is like... I saw a... Uh, I saw... Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 a news article about it called uh, Atlas Shrubbed. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> well, if you think about it, it was like the ultimate libertarian own that his <laughs> that that he did because first of all, 
his neighbor aggressed against Rand Paul <laughs> on his own private property. Yeah. It is like Damn. the ultimate way to own a libertarian. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is like, wrong yeah. on many levels. Um, I think this is something that has been festering, said Jim Skaggs, the developer of the River Green gated community in Bowling Green, where the two men live. I wanted to build a place where everyone could get along, but I guess that's just impossible. <laughs> Uh, While there's no official word on what caused the fight, Skaggs suggested it might have stemmed from Paul allegedly blowing lawn trimmings into his neighbor's yard. Yep. There have been disagreements in the past, Skaggs said, over lawn clippings or who should cut down a tree branch when it stretched over a property line. Mm-hmm. The two men and live who on- the final authority is, the city or the county? <laughs> and does the sheriff have more power than the president? Skaggs described Boucher as a near-perfect neighbor, but he said the libertarian politician is a different story. <laughs> Paul was quote, probably the hardest person to encourage to follow the homeowners association regulations. <laughs> regulations <laughs> of anyone out here because he has a strong belief in property rights. <laughs> oh, it's true. Oh, hi, Rand. I noticed your Christmas decorations up. It's it's February. So am I being detained? Am I being detained? <laughs> Um, Rand, I'm not going to, I don't know. I don't have any proof. I can't blame you. But did you write who is John Galt all over my house? Uh, Skaggs noted the 13 pages of regulations are extensive. But even from the start of Paul's residence in in River Green, Skaggs said Paul has been difficult to work with. Now, you know what? I'm taking Rand Paul's side on this. Okay. Because homeowners associations are fucking Nazis. Sure, sure, they sure. Don't let you sure. do anything. You, it's like your property. Yeah. You own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. own that property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be able to do whatever you want on yeah. the damn property. Absolutely. I also think, <laughs> in all honesty, I think that uh, the worst things that Americans ever do and ever have done have all been in the name of property values. Mm-hmm. Like any, like the most, the, no ugliness comes out like when uh, people are worried about their property values, whether it's like a mm-hmm. low-income housing, like God for no, we can't house right. the poor people here, yeah. uh, integrating the schools, like mm-hmm. that's going to make the property, yeah. everybody, it's always the property values. Yeah. Did we mention Vince's rent is going up? <laughs> I do not have a homeowners association though. And you are not being detained. I am not being detained. I would be very happy if my property value went down because mm-hmm. then my rent would theoretically go down. Uh the major problem was getting the house plans They approved. also don't accept Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Uh do they do they take silver? Yeah, maybe. I only pay in colloidal, colloidal silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to actually own the property rights and build any kind of house he wanted. He didn't end up doing that, but it was a struggle. <laughs> As he slowly takes a sip of his, what is that, <laughs> wild turkey? Uh, I'm drinking <clears throat> 1792, which I believe is a Buffalo Trace pro- product. Ah. Yeah, it's good. Wait, wait, he wanted to own the property rights? Yeah, he wanted mm-hmm. to own the property rights of his own property. Fucking <clears throat> sick bastard. Was he... Uh... Because he didn't want to be a part of the homeowners association, he wanted uh, so, to. So the the but he wanted to build what he wanted to build on his land mm-hmm. that he thought he. It was in violation of the homeowners association yeah. tenants. And then there were some leaves being blown around. Right. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're getting form tackled as you get off your riding mower. Absolutely. Are we sure it's a form tackle? We don't know. Okay. You know, it's it just says he was attacked. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I mean, if you break four ribs, it's got to be either like a nice form tackle. I kind of picture more like a just a shoulder check. Shoulder check, yeah. Mm. I like the like the idea that he speared him. Yeah, he speared him. 
What yeah, does that mean? Like speared him. I went like helmet to helmet. Oh. Helmet to chest. Damn. But with no helmet. Isn't mm-hmm. that a headbutt? Sort of. Well, if you launch yourself into someone that's with your head, like that's a like a spear. Yeah. Uh, a headbutt is like a standing like, yeah, 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 bop, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, you you know, some guy gets in your face and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, guy? Yeah. Boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a headbutt. Yeah. I'm learning so much about Anytime you hear yeah, combat. guy, you know that shit's about to go down. Fuck. So, so what happened? He broke six ribs. Damn. I heard it was bad. Like, an article came out said, guys, don't, you know, underestimate how bad this is. He could die. And I was like, you can Yeah, die. apparently there was, like, fluid leaking into his lungs, too. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, and fluid, also, the fluid did also, not have the property rights to his lungs. So. My favorite part is because he was wearing uh, the uh, sound muting ear uh, uh, earmuffs. <laughs> like he didn't he didn't hear the uh, he didn't hear the the hammer coming because he had he, he had, had like the sound, on. soundproofing on. It's noise canceling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also warning canceling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta watch out. <laughs> Um, you know what? I feel like the free market will solve those ribs, like somehow. Yeah. You know, that's uh, eventually. Yeah, we're gonna come up just with send him a bill for his health care. We're gonna come up with a market-based solution. Mm-hmm. There definitely is one. Yeah, the yeah. invisible hand of the market is gonna reset those ribs. <laughs> that's his surgeon. Yeah. That's the invisible hand of the market. It's a steady hand. Turns out his ribs were inelastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Well, you know, there was a lot of demand. To <laughs> break his ribs and not Dude, enough ribs. Grievous bodily harm. Mm-hmm. I'm actually like shocked that this is the first year that two congressmen have been uh, attacked by random people. Like, yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, it's kind of shocking that doesn't happen more often. Yeah, that's what I said when I went to uh, Washington, Washington D.C. for the uh, the inauguration. I did a show that night. Um, okay, all right, no big deal, yeah. and uh, and it, it just my first time. Thank you. I know, I know, so, I know. So brave. All right, guys, that's my time. Um, <laughs> no, and I said to the crowd, they didn't like it. Everything else went well, but I was like, uh, I, I was shocked by how there was so many like congressmen and senators just walking around, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, you could just beat the shit out of one of them, <laughs> like if you wanted to. Yeah, you guys have the power. To just mob up and beat the shit out of them. And people well, were like, whoa. Did you see anybody in the crowd like talking to their sleeve? No, but, uh, you know, I, what I got yelled at for was uh, when I made fun of the anti-circumcision movement. That's what. That's really? What, yeah, some guy. <laughs> what, in D.C.? Some, yeah, some British guy came up to me afterwards. He was like, you're very funny. Uh, you're very funny. <laughs> but I would never do that to a child. It's troll, bitch. And then he, you know, waddled away. <laughs> I understand what's your problem with the wee jacket is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, fair enough. But I was like, I did. Oh, if Jesus didn't want you to have a turtleneck on your penis, he would have taken it off. That's Sm- a sin. Smegma is something that God put there. Jesus yeah. wanted to have your smegma. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus love your smegma. Uh, well, I think the fact penis that... Penis butter! Okay. I think the fact that so few have been attacked like speaks to how good they were. It's sort of like like being, oh. being like the smooth version of fucking you over, and now right, they're just right. like... Hey, we're fucking you over, yeah. so get ready. Yeah. Did you see like, that congressman who said something about brazen. like yeah. who said like my my donors are gonna be are gonna be infuriated if I don't get, if we don't get this tax plan passed? Like yeah. she was openly saying, yeah, yeah. they're real brazen. Yeah. It, it's it is you know, and obviously I would never encourage violence, but like <laughs> if you have the opportunity to see, punch I think Mitch that McConnell, like even even with politicians who I disagree the most with. 
I cannot endorse violence upon him just because it is the there's a principle at stake that these are our lawmakers. Now, however, <laughs> that being said, having said that, I think if we made. started to just carefully target certain billionaires in this country, <laughs> yeah, like the problem with billionaires is they don't have they don't have the fear. They, they don't fear, like, common people the way that they should. That's mm-hmm. true. They're all acting like, we own this place. We can make laws, whatever we want. Yeah. We own the government. And I think what they just, if we just, like, as, like, a, a an angry mob of, like, 500 people, like, just tore the limbs off of billionaire, yeah. like, Fun. other billionaires mm-hmm. would watch what they Charles Koch in yeah. front of David Koch. It's like what I said when the Ann Coulter was, like, bitching about getting bumped from her stupid plane seat, and she yeah. was crying about it all day, and I was like, I, for one, am really happy that this bitch got her stupid seat. Yeah. Uh, and people are like, oh, so it's okay when it happens to Ann Coulter when she gets victimized by uh, United, but not anyone else? Ugh. I'm like, yeah. If you spend yeah. your whole fucking career t- shit-talking immigrants, yeah. yeah, I hope you get your fucking food spat in every <laughs> single restaurant you go to. Yeah. The, like, the idea that you think that you can make a career out of shitting on immigrants with impunity, right, even right. though like you have 20 of them handling your personal items on a daily basis, right. I hope they fuck your shit up. Like, yeah. that's, the, <laughs> that's the whole, that's the great equalizer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wish that would happen more often. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I mean, ethically, it's just so wrong. You know, the, 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 none, of, none of this violence should happen. But like, absolutely. <clears throat> listen, as a but libertarian, I'm laugh my ass off when Rand Paul. As, as a libertarian, mm-hmm. I, I think it's infringing upon someone if they got a certain joy out of just yeah. knocking Mitch McConnell to the ground, mounting him, and then both hands mm-hmm. w- around his throat. Watching the very lifeblood absolutely ebb mm-hmm. from his dead, cold eyes. Absolutely. Um. Yep. Yeah, I mean, listen, I can't, I can't, I can't endorse it. I can't endorse that, yeah. but I also can't stop it. Exactly. And yeah. Schadenfreude is actually free speech. Mm-hmm. People forget that. Let me That's float. Right. Let me float an idea here. Mm-hmm. What if, what if it was a corporation that had broken his ribs? Ooh, because corporations—they are, are people. They are people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Just like a giant building with arms that mm-hmm. just fucking mm-hmm. gut, mm-hmm. gut punched him. Kill me! <laughs> kill, kill me! <laughs> uh, but so I wanted to go back to some of my other favorite neighbor feuds. Sure. Uh, in the past, because like the movie Lakeview Terrace. <laughs> sure. That's a great neighbor sure. feud movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Samuel <laughs> Jackson plays the cop. Patrick oh. Wilson plays a neighbor in her interracial marriage. Yeah, and that's right. Samuel Jackson does not like this interracial marriage between uh, Patrick Wilson and a black woman. I like. I like whenever, like Hollywood's first. Uh, sexual harassment movie was Disclosure, mm-hmm. where uh, Demi Moore sexually harasses yeah. uh, Michael mm-hmm. Douglas. Like yeah. at first, like someone being mad about an interracial marriage, it's definitely the black guy being yeah, mad about it. it. I love it. It's uh, yeah, it's a very on the nose metaphor. <laughs> it's, it's a metaphor for when white people are against black. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh is it? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Oh man, my mom used to review books my for mom. like the the local <laughs> newspaper, and she had a hard copy of Disclosure, a hard a hard. Uh, bound copy of disclosure mm-hmm. and gave it to me not knowing you know what it was about yeah. i don't think because she had, titties I, she wasn't gonna read it there and was like some hardcore sex scenes in yeah that, there it? were i i read it in detention he touched her boobs yeah <laughs> it was oh, yeah, yeah. His it was an throbbed. awakening yeah that's tight that you read in detention uh-huh. his boner throbbed as he touched her sweet boobs mm-hmm. <laughs> me in detention is drawing boobs mm-hmm 
and being like, check it out, <laughs> and then getting in more detention. Uh, so I love celebrity neighbor feuds. Uh, obviously, the famous story about uh, Danzig. Oh, sure, and sure, his, sure. And his pile of bricks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we told us by A just... little pile of bricks. <laughs> it's there the is, same there is also that famous movie about neighbors called Neighbors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. We, we, we overlooked that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's frat versus family. How many movies now are going to ha- they have to be like every comedy has to be uh, able you have to be able to explain the entire plot like on the poster yeah, yeah because yeah. of neighbors oh really There's like <laughs> the like the fist fight movie with Ice Cube it's like Ice Cube and Charlie Day are going to fight yeah and you're like <laughs> and like all right well how long is this movie like 27 seconds yeah. I want to see <laughs> I want to see those two little midgets fight but <laughs> uh, so Danzig and his bricks uh, and I was going back through my celebrity neighbor feud. I've helpfully made a, a film drunk tag celebrity neighbor feuds because it was my favorite thing mm. uh, there was a Gary Oldman Adrian Grenier uh, Whoa, what happened there? Uh, that was actually a tipster to film drunk. I mean, this is hearsay, obviously. Is but Grenier. Uh, here, here. Uh, all you have to do is say allegedly allegedly page six uh, I saw your article about Gary Oldman. I live a block for, away from him, and he's not kidding about wanting to live in a gated community. His house has 12-foot-high walls, four security cameras, 15-foot-high hedges in front of the 12-foot walls, and a set of 10-foot hedges behind the wall that's behind the other hedges. Yet he parks his Porsche on the street. The best part is that he lives across the street from Adrian Grenier, who is constantly having parties where people throw trash in Oldman's hedges. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Uh, the one that's the one time I took Adrian Grenier's side. Why? Ever? Because 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 Gary Oldman has too many hedges. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like uh, Justin Halpern would be a great person to oh, yeah. talk about neighbors because he's had some famous neighbors in his time in Los Angeles. Well, that was he he tipped us off on the dancing thing. Yeah. He well, was, you're not he supposed to not fucking sell, sell him out on these things. No, he tipped <laughs> us off on the broadcast. Oh, about okay, it. okay, yeah, okay. That's right. That's right. It's public knowledge. It's public. It's out there. He's he's right, right. he's remarkably uh, open about just yeah. He's you pretty know, transparent. Yeah, he drops <laughs> he, he drops knowledge about. He doesn't. He never says allegedly. He says. Uh, Mark Wahlberg says this. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg said... Slow fucking cameras. Uh, who's it? Um, not Matt Dillon. Is Kevin Dillon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow fucking cameras here. <laughs> uh, my favorite is Mark Wahlberg cornering uh, Justin Halpern and, and talking his ear off about Adrian Grenier. Oh, what a con- I think he's half a fag, but the broads love him. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, is... Even more of a Mark Wahlberg parody than you would imagine uh, Mark Wahlberg being. Like yeah. you wouldn't put that in an SNL sketch about him. Yeah, you'd be like, no, that's come on. Yeah, too obvious. I know. I know it feels sort of hack, but I, I really do think that some of these actors they just do it so long that they they can't like separate mm-hmm. like real life from like playing a role. Like, yeah, you remember the the Mel Gibson tapes? Yeah, like oh, I was, yeah. That was gonna you know, be my... was like he was like a, he was emoting. He yeah. was not, you know, he was like. Ah, I remember yeah. he was like breathing all yeah, hard. He's like, right. ah, yeah. Ah. Yeah. Like, this is what a mad human sounds like. Yeah, it was ah. so it was so weird. So I'm actually kind of team Oldman in that one because I like to picture him just like fuming, like he's the guy <laughs> from the professional, you know, <laughs> just like look what you did, you know, and like takes the the popper and sticks it in his mouth and goes like, <laughs> I and then like. Like calls like the neighborhood watch and yeah. it was like bring me everyone yeah. <laughs> everyone everyone <laughs> oh that's my favorite gif mm. 
member berries. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> another another famous uh, celebrity neighbor feud: uh, Quentin Tarantino and Alan Ball. Who's Alan Ball? He created like True Blood and a couple of. Oh, other... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, news that the case had gone the way of the birds uh, was delivered because <laughs> Alan Ball had loud birds. That's what they were, <laughs> oh, <laughs> they were okay. fighting over. There we go. I was laughing because I already knew it was a related pun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the, the news that the case had gone the way of the birds was delivered matter of factly by Tarantino's attorney, Marty Singer. In a flattering uh, New York Times profile file of the celebrity litigate, he's also uh, Brett Ratner and uh, Mark and uh, Brian Singer's lawyer in their sexual harassment. He's very famous. Is he related to Brian <laughs> no, Singer? No, not related. No, just no both singers. Uh, according to the did lawsuit, anyone come out and sorry, sorry to uh, derail you, but did anyone come out and be like, I, you know, I've known Brett Ratner for years, and I just, I'm shocked. <laughs> I like, cannot believe. Yeah, it. I cannot believe. Like, yeah, he, Brett Ratner, Brett Ratner of that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he. Well, he looks just like young Harvey Weinstein, basically. Are you, are you well, telling me? Have you seen me? James Toback? Yeah. yeah. Who was oh. Brett Ratner's housemate, by the way. Oh, really? And they made a movie about Roman Polanski together. So, I mean. It's, Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's funny in the abstract that, like, his entire thing was he could just, like, dry hump someone's leg for, like, 10 seconds. <laughs> Wait, is that what he did? Yes, James Toback. Oh, fucking A. <laughs> this fucking... Like, because a bunch of women were like, "Yeah, before I could even tell him to stop, he was done." Yeah. <laughs> just, oh no. He just does a leg hump and then he, he, he gets well, him like, Olivia like, Munn's like pants on. Olivia Munn's like thing a dog claimed yeah. that Brett Ratner was holding a shrimp in one hand and like was jacking off with the other, and he like came on the floor. What was the shrimp for? Like he was just eating <laughs> shrimp. For scale. He was like <laughs> eating shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean he's a master of composition. Being a, being a director, at all. he's like if we get a long lens. He had, a, he had an assistant with the thumbs together framing the shot. Yeah, he, had a, he had a little lens around his neck on a necklace. Oh, like, where this? Jesus. Uh, he supposedly was just in his trailer eating shrimp with his shirt off, and uh, and then she it. came to his trailer and he's jacking off and. Jacked off. I didn't actually Eating believe shrimp with your with your shirt off is definitely a power move. Though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, not to mention the masturbating. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going there. Just the start. Yeah, like just eating shrimp with your shirt off is yeah. like. What do you eat the tail? That's fucking. I eat the tail. I eat well, the tail if it's too. Fried. I take my shirt off sometimes to eat shrimp, and all I can think about is like, no, we some champagne when we thirsty. Like that's what it makes me feel like. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, according to the lawsuit, after Tarantino complained about the birds, Ball promised to build a soundproof outdoor aviary to reduce the noise. <laughs> and until then, the birds would be kept inside until the structure was built. The move temporarily relieved Tarantino of some of the noise, he claimed. But by last June, the exotic birds were allegedly once again left outside for several hours per day, which prompted Tarantino to get Singer involved. I mean, uh, I would say that, that's, yeah, yeah. that's been resolved, Mr. Singer said. Mr. Tarantino has since finished his latest screenplay. Some people said it's the best script he's ever written because he had the peace and quiet, Mr. Singer says. I oh. just love, like, the, the best thing is you just have to imagine the fly-on-the-wall perspective on all these things. Mm -hmm. Just like with old movies, like with Tarantino. It's like, listen, I didn't buy a fucking house <laughs> in Beverly Hills for you to have your fucking birds shitting on my yard and making a bunch of fucking noise, okay? All right? <laughs> N-word feet. <laughs> I always imagine he ends every sentence with n-word feet. Mm -hmm. Also, if you know if Elvis is still alive, let me know. Let him know I want to fuck him. All right. 
not like I want to fuck him, but if I had but like to, if fuck, I had to fuck I'd dude. just like look at his feet and jack off. I can't not do like a surfer dude accent when I'm he's doing kind Tarantino, of, and it's well, kind of like that. He's but really, not quite. Tarantino is really the that SNL sketch, the Californians. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. what he is. Oh yeah, but is it? I didn't not drive from all California, the way is he? to the Zanku Chicken. Yeah, yeah. no, so. he lives in. Or I think he, I think he grew up in L.A. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think his mom fucked uh, Will Chamberlain. Go to Pico, take a right onto La Cienega. So this is a great lead-in because um, I've been listening to this podcast, Dirty John, which uh, is a true crime show, but... Uh, about the dumbest people on planet Earth. <laughs> right. Mostly what you need to know about it is that it's set in Orange County, and uh, it's it's set in Orange County um, amongst <laughs> evangelical Christians. Oh, wow. And so just imagine the easiest grift in the world and the people raised uh, near disneyland on mm-hmm. country music and jesus yes you probably are not going to find like e- easier grift than that yeah 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 so dirty john is like this guy who uh is a total con man and and seduces women and what's uh, the name of the podcast dirty john okay there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um but so the th- and i loved it but throughout my listening, like I was getting PTSD from having gone to college in San Diego and, sure. and known so many like Orange County people. Yeah, and it's a type. Oh man, like and and the and the characters in this are actually like the things they did are actually pretty badass. But then <laughs> when they talk, it's like oh my god, they're so they're so simple. Like, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're so very simple, and they all have this like this is the I'll play you a clip. I got a lot of clips. Keep in mind, um, so the the woman, Dirty John's like 60, 55, and, and he seduced this woman who is like 59, and she has is been married four times, and she has like three or four kids. Um, uh, this is the smart daughter. Mm-hmm. I'd much prefer him to come back to my house. Oh, my God. Because then we could, whatever he was going to do, we would have some sort of chance of catching his psycho ass on camera you are more worried <laughs> like that's just a small that's a smart daughter yeah 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 and it, so the other thing about orange county is everybody's like inexplicably rich right yeah like the mom has a uh interior design business yeah and like at one she has drives like a eighty thousand dollar car and at one point she's like putting jaguar right and you never know why you never know, you never why, know why or where the money is from at one point she's putting thirty thousand dollars in cash into a uh into a drawer in her in her bedroom Jesus. and like her daughter who's 27 or something has a safe uh-huh. full of birkin bags what are Birkin bags? They're really expensive. Matt, do you know? uh, they're about ten thousand dollars. I think Matt would know. It's a it's the, like the most expensive kind of purse made by Hermes, uh, a French a designer. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Hermes. <laughs> <laughs> they're about ten grand a piece. Wow. Yeah, and so she has multiple Birkin bags in a safe, and then at one point, Dirty John has gotten mad at the mom because she's paying to put the daughter through. Real estate, real estate school, which yeah. a I didn't even know was a thing. Yeah, it's not a school. <laughs> B, if you need money to go to school, maybe sell one of your ten thousand dollars fucking bags. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that was the smart daughter, uh, and then it costs a lot of money to learn how to sell land to libertarians. <laughs> It costs time and money. And then here is a clip where he's talking about to learn how to speak with sibilant. S's. I haven't finished saying money. <laughs> Sorry. They all really like land hard on their vowels. Yeah, yeah. It's like an it's 
they it's almost like Spanish influenced <laughs> but also with question marks yeah 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 yeah. like everything has a upside down question mark at yeah. the beginning <laughs> <laughs> and so and then the other daughter and I also on um, the s's have to be sibilant yeah. <laughs> i'm torn on whether to spoil it but the, the don't spoil suffice it suffice it to say the younger daughter is pretty badass hey, you already spoiled it for me dude yeah sorry man uh, I was like, because I, I didn't even know it was a podcast. I'd read uh, two of like a five or six part series in the LA Times. And I was, I just earlier today, I had gone through my uh, my pocket articles and I'd read the first two and I was like, am I going to read these? And I was like, mm, I don't know. And I was like, well, I'll come back to them before I like decide on reading or deleting them. And then like, Vince texted like, hey, do you know about Dirty John? And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. And then you described it. And I'm like, oh, I know that. And I was just about to like message you back being like, no spoilers because I'm going to read it. And then Vince is like, by the way, this happens. And I was like, nah, nah. See, the way you, the way you said it, I thought you had lost interest and didn't care anymore. Well, I mean, like, I had, I suddenly had a vested interest because mm-hmm. I was going to be talking about it in public, but... Yeah, no, yeah. no dice. Well, Vested. Don't don't spoil it for me because this sounds fun. All right, I won't spoil it. Suffice it to say, the the younger daughter's pretty badass in the end. But this is how she sounds. Well, the gate was always broken, so he could he could follow me and just like be on the street and probably see where I parked. To be honest, I kind of feel like he was watching me for months. Like, are you drunk? Like, the way she enunciates, she sounds like a drunk person where she's honest. Like, she can't pronounce T's. Just off and on, you know? So I would always, like, look back and see if anyone was there. It sounds like it's a real struggle for her to make words. Who says off and on instead of on and off? (laughs) What it sounds like is... uh, a Californian sketch on too many Klonopins. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going like... to say, this all sounds like very mixed with Oxycontin. And I wanted to I wanted to know that. Like, it kind of sounds like they're interviewing her in a hospital bed where she's on drugs. <laughs> and they might have been, but they never said it. So I don't know whether No to... spoilers, dude. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> here, here's, here's another part where they're talking about about that, that, the, that daughter. When she was a teenager, a guy she'd been dating flipped out and rammed a car into her leg. She says he was on meth. She got a tattoo on her foot that said Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, with a heart she'd seen in a Taylor Swift video. Early on, Tara sensed John was dangerous. She had sobbed on... Because she was clearly terrorized, but by a totally other random person. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I swear to God, people in Orange County, they have people in their lives that I'm like, I, I grew, yes, I know. I grew up in Los thing. Angeles, and that that is a city filled with crime. But the level of fucked up people that exist yeah. in Orange oh, County. And you didn't even hear, you're saying this without even having heard the podcast. Yeah. So the other wrinkle to this. No, yeah. I, I can't tell you how many guys are like, oh yeah, my buddy Todd that I played uh, basketball with. Yeah, he shot a cop. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. What? I'm like. Yeah, exactly. And so they, they have really nice homes. And I'm just like, yeah. what? I don't understand. Oh, what what goes on in McMansions, bro? You know I, I, mean? I guess so. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. Um, so the other the other wrinkle to the show was the uh, the mom who's getting grifted by the psychopath. Her older sister, 
got shot in the head by her husband when they were going through a divorce. Like he killed her. Yeah. And her and their mom um, decided that she forgave him out of Christian forgiveness. Wait, forgave and, who shot? She forgave her son-in-law who, <laughs> who shot, shot her daughter. Yeah, right. Okay. And so she went to court and told the court that she like forgave the guy because she's a Christian and, and whatnot. Cool. And, and so they gave him seven years and he did two That's for the, killing someone. Yeah, but forgiveness and Jesus. Dude. And he was coming to the son's football games when the son was a kid. So, oh my God. It's just, man. So, uh, so then, and then the other thing, uh, that was, and, and again, I don't want to make it sound like I'm ripping on this show. Cause I, I listened to it twice. I legitimately enjoyed it. Um, but the, the thing that they do that's super annoying is they keep talking about the walking dead. Like he makes it, he makes it like, because like a parable, the younger daughter is obsessed with the walking dead because of course she is. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and they make it like, well, she obviously, you know, knew how to deal with a psycho because she'd been walk- watching The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, here's a little bit of that. The Walking Dead was a reservoir of survival techniques, like biting, as demonstrated in the season four finale, when a character escapes a tight spot by opening a bad guy's jugular with his teeth. Yeah. And they got surrounded by these group of guys, and they were trying to harass and do other stuff to them. And then Rick just... Um, off this guy's oh, we're still talking about walking dead yeah, yeah. uh-huh like you pick up stuff from <laughs> watching stuff or like hearing stuff <laughs> i'm more of a visual person so <laughs> like how they hold the knife i guess i knew how to hold a knife automatically um i'm more of a visual person so i don't read necessarily oh, per se god damn i feel bad <laughs> There's just like a level of money and education that leads to you being worse. Well, the worst part is like, so they talk about how they're all obsessed with The Walking Dead and they, they're like, yeah, so it was like this big event on Sunday nights. We all watched The Walking Dead. And then after that, we'd watch Talking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like a play on words because it's it's like a talk. Like, well, they it's a talking about, like they show. couldn't miss it. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I just like really like Chris Hardwick. I just um, uh, I like his I demeanor. Started watching him when can he I, was on. Can I ask? Singled out. Who's hosting that? Who sounds like uh, like a a, a voice to text? Uh, <laughs> uh, I forget his that, name. He's a writer for the L.A. Times. That's it, great. It, of course, it's, you wrote sounds, the articles you read, Matt. It sounds like AI trying to create speech. It's messed up. <laughs> it's, it's the guy who wrote the articles you read. Well, he's talking to that girl, and, and she like she just gave me so many flashbacks of like trying to talk to a, a, girl, <laughs> a really pretty girl, a, a, a really pretty girl in San Diego, and having her be like, and I, sometimes I watch uh, the shows, and this one time Rick was in a really tight spot. And my hobbies include hanging out. Vince brought a girl to my house one time that was convinced there was a monkey in the tree in our front yard. I, I absolutely she was dead believe serious. it. I believe she it. She was dead serious. It is not impossible that there's a monkey. Yeah, she's like, no, it's a monkey. I saw it. I got, a, I got an argument with someone from Orange County who was hated David Blaine because... <laughs> Because magic isn't real. <laughs> she just kept going, he's so fake. Like, everything he does is fake. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's, he's a magician. <laughs> it's, it's all fake. He's like, no, but like, 
everything he does is like it's not even real and it's like what are you what are the you worst thinking? the only way that take could be worse is if he was like evil yeah like, right like, no like possessed he's like by a, the devil he's like clearly a demon because you you're not supposed to you're not allowed to float <laughs> it's like my god um because if you hold it the other way it's more easy to fall out of your hand instead we're still talking about a knife and then, you know, hold it the right way like well you gotta hold it <laughs> tight so that you don't cut yourself oh my god, and, oh my god. And then, then also how do you feed yourself you hold it like kind of like you make a fist where if you hold it like a different way then it's um less control over the knife and someone's more easy to take it from you. I want to see all this from the show. That show, and then Dexter, and like all the other CSI shows. How else do you hold? What would you hold it like a dart, or like hold it like a pencil or something? Yeah. No, like you know when you're like cutting. hold it like you're like you're dangling like a piece of poop. Well, <laughs> it's it's counterintuitive to how we learn to hold a knife in Katana. In cotillion, <laughs> it was kind of you hold it delicately and put your finger on the, the, the dull end of the blade. But if you're trying to kill like a zombie or like Brett, sometimes Brett comes over and tries to kill my family. It's so lame. Anyways. I think he was on meth. I think he was on meth or like Adderall or something. <laughs> so the- and anyways, so if you want to kill like a zombie or like a Brett zombie, then you have to hold it like a fist. Like, you know, when you have banana, <laughs> it's like same as banana, but you got to you really got to hold it tighter. The good thing about most knives is that they're they're stronger than banana. Um, I try. I, I try. I feel like get... she is the kind of adult who actually says library. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, nuclear or uh, uh, sorry, nuclear. Yeah, Uh, she definitely says espresso. Yeah, yeah, nuclear, um, (laughs) lackadaisical. I'm looking for a book about nuclear. That word's way too big. Do you have it here in the library? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Um, The other thing that was great is Dirty John himself. And uh, I didn't. I didn't have time to pull the actual. I couldn't find. It's like a six-part podcast. And I was trying to find the good clips of Dirty John himself, and I couldn't find the the real key ones. So he's like a fifty-five-year-old man who like still wears his college sweatshirt from mm-hmm. Arizona, and he's like the other perfect Southern California archetype, yeah. which is uh, like the grown man who still dresses like a fifteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. is jacked. And yeah. is, is jacked. He's super into weightlifting, and uh, and they're naming like his favorite things. And his favorite things are like he sits around and he plays Call of Duty all day. Uh-huh. His other thing is pretending that he was in the military. Like he tells oh, he people likes to steal valor. Yeah, oh, he's totally well, stolen valor. Well, but it's quasi. It's it's stolen valor, Jason, because. He claims to be a doctor, but mm-hmm. so he never yeah. says he's he was a nurse like, anesthetist. He's a nurse says, anesthetist, but says that he's he an says anesthesiologist. Doctor, but then he said he did he participated in Doctors Without Borders, so he's like telling stories about jumping out of a helicopter into like a hot LZ, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he like always talks about killing people, but he's like, yeah, that's oh no. The the great thing was they came out of American Sniper, and he was like all excited. He's like, yeah, yeah he's like, that's what it was like that's, back there. That's exactly how it was over there. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and then he plays Call of Duty and he and he brags about his mob uh connections because yeah. his dad was like in the mob 
And do uh, people call him Dirty Dirty John? Yeah, that was like his nickname from college because he was such a skis ball. Oh Lord, I you know it's like I know some skis balls from college, and I wonder if they're <laughs> still if they're still the Grifting same. Grifting women and going to prison. Yeah, or making throw up porn. <laughs> <laughs> knew a guy who just he made throw up porn he could get women to throw up on camera and make money doing it and i was just that like, is a very specific skill i know but i was just like it's a particular set of skills liam neeson's over here <laughs> yeah. yeah a very particular set of skills not yeah. applicable to my daughter being kidnapped and then his favorite shows like what were they talking about uh he loved uh tosh.0 and ridiculousness mm-hmm. oh man <laughs> and Oh, and he's 55. He's 55 yeah, playing Jesus. Call of Duty and like laughing his ass off at ridiculousness, talking about how American Sniper is exactly how it was over All there. All of these people really <laughs> I, want a limitless pill that gives them 100% yes. brain. I actually, I had a really hard time not picturing him as like Dan Quinn. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Just like trying to like tell everyone to like take Stevia. And <laughs> <laughs> is that the psycho MMA guy? Yeah. And like talking about like almost beating Lou Holtz's ass, you know? Or like, yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh, Dan Quinn is a deep cut like internet. Yeah, like if you're I extremely thought that's who online, you're talking yeah, about, but yeah. I was like, is this Oh yeah, he's he's a character. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, I derailed that. No, I was watching no, him I was slowly just, But he's very Dan Quinn. He is. Yeah. So that was uh like I felt like a, a veteran watching a war movie when I listened to it, just because of all the like different Southern California <clears throat> characters. Mm that you deal with yeah 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 it's a it is there it's a very strange type of person yeah they interview the the woman's son shad Shad. or shad Shad. yeah shad 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 and he's got like six kids not chad no No, shad how do you spell shad with an s s yeah shad yes what's this full what is that short for? it's short for shed (laughs) (laughs) it's like john and jack Oh Lord, this is really shit. My grandpa's name was John, and everyone called him Jack, and I still don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I never understood. It's that. like Henry and Hank. Yeah, yeah, or like I uh, mean, I guess that's the sh- that's le- that's one less syllable at least. Dwight yeah. and Ike. Mm-hmm. Never got it. No, basically, Damn. like nicknames before 1960 were just all sorts of fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll just call you something else entirely. Yeah. Yeah, what's your name? No, that's not your name. You're your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your dick. Well, no, it's Richard. No, your dick now. <laughs> Deal with it. Bill, you Bill. No, this is gonna be funny in like eighty years. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Uh, so yeah, so I gotta check out that podcast. That was Dirty John, and I, I just downloaded all of it. It's worth listening to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, a question from the emails. Sorry, I got to play the email song. Oh, yeah, that's right. And now everyone oh, yeah. can hear it. Yeah, Matt will get to hear it. I love it. Your advice is always bad, but tell me more about your dad. Oh, God, I am afraid to die. The Vince hates art. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Thank you. Um, uh, this was from, uh, I, I assume, a either British or an Australian uh, listener. Uh, mate, you write so well that review was class. Also, please discuss whether Weinstein and Spacey have fucked it all for us chaps on the front. Many thanks. Oh God! <laughs> what does that mean? Fucked it all for us chaps on the front? Uh, I mean, that's all I got. I've, well, first of all, 
if you want to run for president of space, you better have a clean record. Yeah, absolutely. Ke- Kevin Spacey, I'm break, I can confidently break the news here. He has been impeached as president, as president of, space. of space. Who's yes. going to be the new president of space, though? Uh, Buzz Aldrin. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he's Still getting, around. he's getting pretty old mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Well, Donald well, Trump's old too. What happens when he years. dies? Maybe the guy from Devo. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mark Mothersbaugh. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be good president of space. He would be, mm-hmm. I would vote for him as yeah. president of space. I'd vote for Terry Crews. Oh man. I love Terry Crews. I like Terry Crews too. I still think his story about getting groped at a party. Why go over it again? No one <laughs> no, agrees with don't, you. Don't double down on this. <laughs> don't bitch. double down. I'm doubling down. Dumb hill to die on. Yeah. You know, uh, my girlfriend loves kevin spacey my girlfriend. Ooh, my girlfriend. look at look at me i got a girlfriend Anyways, my girlfriend who i have sex with it's going really well whatever um she's, she's really beautiful she's a model she goes to a different school you guys wouldn't know her. yeah you guys wouldn't know her she's canadian uh <laughs> no uh, she uh was had like a weird teenage obsession with kevin spacey and uh she's always loved him like always she's a great he's a great actor and, but like it was weirdly sexual too probably had something to do with american beauty i don't know yeah anyways yeah. uh when the he kevin want, spacey she wanted him to cover her in rose petals props uh when the kevin spacey <laughs> thing came out uh she first took to defending him uh because she thought uh, you know, it was a weird apology, but this was like the night before, like the, the the exact time that it happened. This was before the next day and everything blew up. And uh, it was a hill that she was like, I, she started getting flack for it immediately. And she called me and I was like, you don't want to die in this hill. You don't want to <laughs> right. die in this hill. You don't want. And she's like, yeah, but I mean, listen, I was like, no, no, stop. You don't. There is no nuance. You don't want to die on this hill. He tried to rape a fourteen-year-old, and she's like, "Yeah, I know that." And that's bad. I was like, "Stop." So, <laughs> point is, is never die. Yeah. Well, I would, I would say yes. Uh, I, I think Boston a key lesson is the- don't die on that hill because yeah. it's like when, um, when like Black Lives Matter happened and people were like what what about when yeah. you get immediately defensive about some right. shit that exactly. has nothing to do with you right. it's emotional. what about all lives it's like man yeah. no one's accusing you of being racist yeah right personally. right 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 like exactly. kevin spacey groping a dude yeah. is not an attack on it's you not personally an attack on you it's it, your initial thought is is defensiveness and anger because you're a fan of kevin spacey and i understand or, that or as a man it's probably easier to imagine being accused of groping than it is of sure, uh, sure, sure. being the one who's getting sexually assaulted yeah Everyone's like, oh, wait a minute, what counts as? And it's like, yeah. nope, 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 <laughs> yeah. nope. Yeah. Don't want to die in the cell. Like you're not that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All these stories have been on the news, and it'll just have like the like a couple of clips from House of Cards, yeah. and it'll just be like Kevin Spacey, like like looking off camera, like Being everyone's creepy. looking off camera, and then all of a sudden he looks at the camera, and like, and you know, there's no sound. It's just like B-roll, <laughs> and he's just like, you see his mouth moving, like while he's looking right at the camera, and I'm just like, fuck, yeah. like I, <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. I watched one fucking episode of that show, and I just <laughs> never again. I got through. Three seasons of it. Yes. Yeah, and then I was like, I don't care. This stopped caring. Heather Unruh, formerly of Boston's ABC I affiliate, will. said in a news conference earlier today that the Oscar winning actor bought her son a drink after drink and then groped his genitals at a restaurant bar in Nantucket, Massachusetts mm. in July 2016. Yee. So finally we found Which sounds the like man a lim- from Nantucket. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a limerick <laughs> of some kind. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, so, but what was the question in the email? It was very strange. As, as he fucked it up for us chaps. I will say... What does that question mean? Yeah. I'm confused by the I will question. say that it feels like it's yes. ensnared certain Hollywood it, it personalities. fucked it up for us chaps. We can no longer grope 14-year-old boys. <laughs> Wait, oh, is, oh, us chaps. Uh, all men. Is that the question? I think so, Has yeah. it fucked it up for all men? Yeah. To do what? To, well, I will say to this. grope? I will say this. I don't think... It, it has fucked it up for anybody, but it does seem like any 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 famous person mm-hmm. who releases a tone deaf statement about it, whether they've actually done anything mm-hmm. uh, or not, like they immediately get lumped into like, sure. well, you're part of this whole thing. Right, 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 right. So yeah, no, no don't the, be that guy. That's the sad thing about it is is that uh, anyone like Kevin Spacey tried to take responsibility at, at, in a weird way, where he was like, well, here's the thing. So I'm gay, and it's like, whoa, 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 that's not the same. Yeah. I've um, taken this opportunity to come out as a gay man. Yeah, yeah, it was it was the worst. But I would much, I guess, in reality, we'd all much rather have people own up to their fuckery than to vehemently deny it through lawyers if it's if it's if it's true. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but the sad thing is, is we don't live in that world <laughs> where where but it does it does get... where you're not rewarded for 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 bringing down your own uh, for like admitting that you're. Uh, a, fucking pedophile right but it's also well, sorry go ahead also man. it comes with like jail time too right. so like when someone's like hey man you murdered my mom and it's like you can either be like i don't know what this guy's talking about or like you got me yeah. i totally murdered her yeah. like i should probably go to jail yeah, but yeah, what's yeah. the statute of limitations yeah right yeah. look it was the 70s and i'm a gay man now <laughs> like it was crazy back then right yeah we everybody Lots was of murdered. people got murdered yeah yeah that's the weird thing is like there's a lot of people with the excuse of like harvey weinstein like you know i came up in the 60s and 70s and it's like <laughs> is that's not an excuse for rape that's a weird excuse for rape <laughs> it's, an, you, it's, a, you it's like, an explanation of how you got away people with are it saying you try to kick down their fucking hotel room door right yeah yeah exactly <laughs> oh, did you hear is there free love <laughs> Did you hear, have you heard the latest Harvey Weinstein thing? No. Okay, so the latest thing is that oh, um, the spies. Yeah. So holy he, shit. He hired, oh, this is the Ronan. Uh, yeah, he hired article. a law firm, and the law firm contracted out to this group. What's called like the Black Cube black or the cube. Black Yeah, the Black Cube, and like they hired ex uh, Israeli Defense Force and like Fucking, Ma- and Mossad, Ma- Mossad oh agents. Oh my god! Oh, to, the internet's gonna go crazy. To with- like, and they would and they would pose as. Um, other people who had gotten harassed and have meetings with like Rose McGowan and uh, Asia Argento to, wow. to like, they would like invite them to speak at conferences and interview them as like fake journalists to see what dirt that they had and then go straight back to. Wait, well, but what, what is that? What does that prove to get the dirt from? Cause they wanted to, they know, wanted to know what reporters these people were talking to. And they wanted to know what the person's allegations were. Well, what's, what's the use of that? If you, uh, you're don't... doing opposition research, oppo. Well, what's the, but what's the use of it? If you don't kill the reporters, then <laughs> well, you yeah. could get them fired. You could mm. smear them. Well, you, you can, can off. Well, you know the, what they usually do in that situation is like, Hey, you can eat like you're a reporter. You probably don't make that much money. You can either um, get your publication tied up in court. Like if you if you write one thing wrong, we're gonna sue the shit out of you for libel. Yeah. Or I got this other juicy story that mm-hmm. I can plant, and you can t- run with that instead. That's usually wow. how that works. Dude, this is that's insane. Fucking a. But of course it's ex fucking Mossad, fucking Israeli goddamn Everyone should mafia. Read the New Yorker article about it. It's, I, it's I heard bonkers. it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Damn. God damn it. 
he is like holy shit man like what you know what's crazy is as i was reading the whole thing about him hiring these Mossad people i was like Man, Troy Duffy doesn't sound so crazy. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Wait, what are you like, Troy Duffy? So if you ever watch Overnight, which is the documentary about Troy Duffy, the director of Boondock Saints. Okay. Um, at the end, he makes it, they heavily imply, like I think the director like directed that anonymously or something. Mm-hmm. Like he used a fake name or something. Yeah. And, uh, and it, was he- it was heavily implied that like Harvey Weinstein had like threatened to put a hit out on Troy Duffy and like had... Made, and maybe and, put and at one point, on at one point, like a car like barrels into the sidewalk and like misses him. Wow. Yeah. So this is that's because, real. because it's even framed as like, okay, he's he's being weird. He's being weird, and then he's like standing outside the theater at a film festival, and like a car like almost like comes up on the sidewalk and almost hits him. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. I need. Damn. It's a great and then, movie. of course, I was like, Troy Duffy's a fucking nutcase. Right, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that's... i never seen the movie, but everyone says... Well, the producer she, guy is going to kill him? Like, no fucking way. And then, now all this stuff comes out, and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, Damn. Yeah, dude. That's so fucking crazy. I hate, I hate that the hard right Nazi Twitter is going to get all over this Israeli uh, <laughs> fucking... Because they've been like, what, but they love finally, it. Jew Hollywood is... But being, they love Israel, though. It's so stupid. No, not the Nazis. The it's Nazis. so stupid. Everyone, now everyone's like, but what about Harvey Weinstein? He's a Hillary supporter. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that would be the same as Roger Ailes if uh, Harvey Weinstein had spent his entire career like producing hit pieces on... Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. On, on the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little timid laugh. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, other emails. Uh, we have. Uh, Wait, hold on. Go back to that article. I think this is this is algorithm fail. Uh, interested in Kevin Spacey? Like on this article, <laughs> right, where you can like sign up for like a Kevin Spacey newsletter. That's a, that seems like a bad idea. Yeah, I feel bad for all the people who are watching his acting masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, who can tell you how to act better than Kevin Spacey? Yeah, that's true. He's fucking great. Uh, we got a uh, relationship question. Oh, um, now I uh, I have a quick story slash advice request for you guys. One of my best friends, who's almost forty, has been down in the dumps for almost four years since he broke up with his girlfriend. He's clearly very lonely. Recently, he met this girl, and after about two weeks of hanging out with her, got married. Let me tell what? you. <laughs> let Damn. me tell you some details about her. She's twenty eight, has been living in D.C. with her asshole CrossFit law school paleo boyfriend for four years. <laughs> came out to Colorado to visit and decided to stay while simultaneously meeting my buddy, who seems to be the polar opposite of her boyfriend in D.C. and marrying him. Okay. Keep in mind, she didn't break up with said boyfriend until a few weeks after she got married. Ah, uh, that's anyway, a red flag. Okay. That's a red flag. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's an easy red flag. Mm. Anyway, I'm worried about my buddy. Besides not being able to see the massive red flag waving in his face, mm-hmm. it seems like they're two people running from their problems. Also, she seems way less into him than he does, and will most likely break up with him, thus crushing his soul. Am I being cynical? Do I support him and just bullshit him by pretending to be happy for him, or do I call him out? Thanks, Nick. Well, oh, I don't know if I was supposed to say his name, but he wrote it, so... I mean, it's it's like, uh, listen, they already got married. <laughs> uh, and the only thing you can do is is encourage him to maybe, I mean, do they do they sign a prenup? Is there a money thing involved? Because if there's not like really any worry, if he doesn't have any money, it's like worst thing that could happen, they get divorced, right? 
I mean, yeah, his soul's already going to be crushed. No yeah, he's going to uh, a breakups hurt, you know, no matter what. But after two weeks knowing each other, getting married, I feel like they're both impulsive enough to probably stick together forever. I would say I don't, I don't know. It sounds like they got something special. Yeah, you really <laughs> are. No, they could they could be in love. Uh, I am I am like the sort of person who is just like stay out of people's business. Like their personal lives are going to go the way they're going to go, but like. This does seem to be a special case of where it it might seem worth risking your friendship to be like, hey, man, I just want to make sure like things happen really fast. Like maybe wait a year before you guys open up a joint checking account. Right. Exactly. Like yeah. I, I feel like maybe like that sort of cautionary thing where you're just like, hey, like let's 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 you've all the hard stuff got that out of the way. Like. Let's just pump the brakes a little bit on anything that might empty your bank account yeah, entirely. Yeah, yeah. Keep your passwords hidden. And yeah, I separate. would say you um, uh, uh, diplomatically mm-hmm. express uh, some concerns, mm-hmm. just so that you're on the record as being uh, as as not being like in entirely yeah. sold on it but don't uh, don't try to talk him in there in, sell, into or out of anything sell the nice stuff up front and then him with a but yeah yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. then you just lay out like uh, your that, true feelings that being said yeah. uh, that it's may all, all things being equal mm-hmm, uh, at the mm-hmm. end of the day um <laughs> was the person i want to know if the person was invited to the wedding you know if was there a wedding did they just go to city Ooh, hall yeah. oh yeah. they they eloped dude yeah. there's no plan to a wedding in two weeks oh, that's true yeah that's a good point there's just straight up balling, and then you go to the courthouse. Yeah. Well, how old is he? Did it say how old he is? In, uh, He's forty. His... Oh, the the guy who wrote in. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. The 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 boy. The the the, the well, now husband. The husband is forty, and, and the wife 29. is twenty eight. Okay, so also he was like you know jackpot, right? Am I right? Am I right, mm-hmm. guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Jackpot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ching 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 ching. <laughs> um. Uh, question for Ufford and Brendan and Vince, but not Lieb. Oh, fuck you. Oh, damn. <laughs> As experienced fathers who are not prone to bullshit idealization, do either of you have advice for someone expecting their first child? How are, how's Vince? Vince isn't a, fa- all right, go ahead. He has a dog. He has a 14-month-old dog. That's right. I have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the, the thing for me uh, was... Nobody talks about how they're like, oh, it can be stressful those first months. Yo, straight up the first three months as a father kind of blow. Like, uh, you have, there is all the wonder and joy of having like a newborn baby and like, oh, I created life and you get to see the baby sleep and that feels special. But also there is so much time where it's just frustration where the baby wants mom, like the mom feeds it, the mom comforts the baby. And like your job as dad is to just give mom a break occasionally, which means that like you just take the baby who doesn't want you. And it's really not until three, the, those first three months are just kind of, kind of a big bummer as a dad. And no one's, no one really like said like, Hey man, just so you know, it's going to be like as hard as combat. And like if somebody just said that to me like beforehand, I would have been like, all right, I feel like that's a that's good preparation. But um, yeah, it kind of it kind of sucks for three months. Uh, well, sorry, it sucks more than than anyone tells you. 
Um, but then it gets really awesome. And then you got your whole so, life to be only mildly miserable. Yes. Brandon, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> I would say the my experience was very much um, listening to the most negative people. So I think <laughs> it like set my expectations low enough that I was like more pleasantly surprised. Yeah, so, have, um, have Brett as a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember the, the same thing when, when I moved in with... Uh, ready, guys? My wife, <laughs> who was my girlfriend at the time, uh, it was very much, you know, there was a couple people who were like, oh, congratulations, man, your life's over, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking salt downhill from here, dude, you know, and then like not quite, uh, you know, considering the messenger of like some of the most miserable people that I knew yeah. um, telling me that. And you get that a little bit with the parenting too, where people are like, "Well, congratulations, up to your elbows in diapers for fucking forever," you know, and like diapers are fine. Diapers Diapers are are, diapers are the most like overestimated part of parenting, especially if um, the mother breastfeeds, the poop doesn't even really smell. (laughs) And so diapers are not that hard. (laughs) They're like not that difficult. Matt's Matt's jacking off under the table. Uh, Give me the shrimp. So like. Right away, that that Come to in me with was, the shrimp. That was like bonus. That was like, oh, this actually is not a huge deal. Yeah, uh, I love so, baby shit. It doesn't even smell. Yeah, so you know, like that to me, I, I was already, I was like mentally ready for that to just be this like horrible thing. Give me your poor, you're tired, yeah. your diapers covered in poo. The the number one your baby challenge covered the, in titty milk. The number one challenge, in my opinion, is it's um it's the lack of sleep. Mm. And that's yeah. it. And, and the I lack of sleep makes that. everything else hard. And yeah. so, oh, if, if can you I, can, if you can, if you have a good baby and and you can also do your part to train them to sleep better, it's going to make everything way easier. And so, all the anxiety that you're feeling is the same anxiety I was feeling, and it's it's nerve wracking. And I went had, I had some some very strange moments in the months leading up. But like, I don't know. Once it happens, like you, you just you do it. You just fucking do it. And it's like I don't know. It's great. Um, the one thing that the one piece of advice that I got after the fact that I would have really appreciated beforehand is just invest in earplugs. Like you can still, you can still hear the baby crying, but if it just like dampens the, the, the noise by like 30 decibels, then it's like you are less likely to lose your mind. It's, it's a lot better that way. Right. Like you don't have to respond to the baby crying every single time, right? No, no, it's, but like there, there are times there's like, a baby crying for 30 seconds feels like a long time. There are times when the baby's going to cry for like 15, 20, 30 minutes and it will destroy your psyche. Like it will like you'll feel like you're going insane. And if you just can like turn down that volume, put in those earplugs, you'll be good. Mhm. 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 That's all I got. Um uh, email email from a person uh, subject line awesome trivia team name I heard last week. Uh, President Frank Underage. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also got... I mean, bad. A, yeah. We got a few updates about the Cribs. I knew I was getting the Cribs wrong about the, the world's best um, MTV uh, Cribs episode. Which and, is what? And it was, uh, Method Man? It was Red Man. Oh, I it thought was, it was... Sorry, it was uh, Red Man. You're right. I thought yeah. it was, uh, I thought it was uh, uh, Method Man, but no, it was actually... Yep. It was actually Red Man. I got a little clip of it. He still has the box of dollars. Oh, there's more about that. Oh, that's not that. What was that, though? <laughs> I don't know. 
Motherfuckers want to know, do I still got my dollar box from MTV Crib? Yeah, I still got my dollar box. Let me show Let me you clip. right here. Right here on my screen. Let me move this shit. Do I still got my dollar box? Look at that box right there. Look at that shit right there. Look at them dollars, nigga. Straight dollar box. Falling all out the fucking box. <laughs> straight dollars. Straight dollars. That's that. Are they singles? That's that. My check ain't cleared. But I still got some money to go get grocery boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, it's a box of singles. I think there's like a 10 in there. Yeah. But mostly it's dollars. It's probably like a couple hundred bucks in singles. Who tanks for the children? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Hey, uh, uh, the thing that allowed me to hear what you were playing on your computer, it doesn't work anymore. Oh. <laughs> well. Yeah. I got to pay for it now, I think. <laughs> um anyway well that was all that's the last clip we got last email too uh yeah more or less oh man <laughs> some other people emailed but they were boring yeah i always wonder what are the ones you skip over well there was one um who brought up the dan Ninen uh article uh, at, at the fundraising event that was headlined by joe arpaio which oh, we sure. did already talk about yeah. a few weeks ago which was great because Dan Ninen, like, I don't know why we have Noted a, millennial. Dan noted, noted millennial comedian Dan Ninen. Yeah. I don't know why there's an HBO documentary about Steven Spielberg and not I Dan know. Ninen. I completely or agree. Or like a 30 for 30 about Ric Flair, but there's not a Dan Ninen I, I cannot wait until they make... Uh, uh, well, I mean, I want to see the Dan Ninen fucking... Uh, documentary so bad it's like, gonna does be he, was will he participate because it's you oh, gotta... certainly if you were if you just came up and said hey millennial dan Ninen, i want to make a documentary <laughs> about you he'd be like absolutely yeah. i'll tell you everything you need to know i'm 80 <laughs> mm-hmm. tell us your real age you will never tell and that's the mm-hmm. great oh god it's gonna be so good yeah i'm still mad that there wasn't uh an eight part like the oj documentary that there wasn't like an eight part uh or sorry a four part uh eight hour version of the U. <laughs> right. What's the U? Well, there was two versions. There was, there there was, was two a second of them, yeah. U. Uh, the one about Miami. Well, I don't know it. Uh, just uh, how awesome the University of Miami's football team is. And oh, okay. They just would do lots of dancing. As an NFL commentator, cool. Matt, is there anything that you're excited about in the current NFL season? Uh, um, <laughs> it being over. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, no, no, I, um, I, I only say that because I'm a Seahawks fan who hates watching the Seahawks. So like, I uh, every single week for me is, is like just this, uh, you know, highlighted by three and a half hours of masochism where even like when they play like kind of okay, I'm still like really unhappy about the experience of watching football. Mm-hmm. Um, try but, being uh, a Niner I'll- fan. Yeah, well, at least you can go in being like, hey, we're going to lose today. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's nice. Like, I have expectations. No, it's not. What try the fuck being, are you talking I, about? Try being a Kevin Spacey <laughs> fan, you know? <laughs> well, well, maybe your problem is having expectations. Just be like, mm. hey, this team is dog shit, and, like, they're going to lose. And if then you the your butter, expectations get face. met every week. <laughs> then, right. then it's good. If you need the butter, uh, it'll be under my no, face. I will say, uh, as as an NFL commentator, I think it's really cool that the the Eagles are an interesting, fun team. Uh, I hate the Rams, but the Rams, uh, their turnaround is, is cool to see. 
Um, and uh, yeah, the, who, uh, I thought Jared Goff six, was going to be a bust for sure. Like I thought, no six, fucking way was he going to be the, good. The six remaining uh, teams with good quarterbacks, uh, whose like knees haven't exploded, I think is is fine too. My question is, how are guys not getting suspended? Like, there's that hit on Joe Flacco where he's clearly sliding, and the dude just puts his helmet right in his fucking face. Like, yeah, how Kiko, is that? How Kiko the fuck is up. that not like a suspension worthy? Uh, offense or when that and guy then, just uh, busted in Devonte Adams. Yeah, and then Sue choked him. Oh yeah. Yeah, Sue just put uh, put a hand straight on his throat and just. Oh, see the, the like there's actually him. a bylaw that allows defenders to do whatever the fuck they want to Joe Flacco <laughs> until he becomes elite. Until yeah. he becomes truly yeah. elite, he's not a he's not an elite quarterback. So you're gonna hit him while he's sliding. Yeah, yep. it's, it's weird because like they they invented the slide so that quarterbacks could uh, you know avoid getting hit at the end of a run, and then they had the thing where it's like, oh, well, you got to tag them. So now like the slide basically means the 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 quarterback is just putting their nuts on the table, and then if anybody wants to hit it with a hammer, they can. Well, and then Mike Evans last week. I mean, he did a full shoulder charge into a guy after the whistle. Right. Yeah. And yeah, uh, into he a guy's back. himself like a missile, and like it wasn't. He, I was he, shocked he, didn't get he wasn't ejected, ejected but he's, he got suspended. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like it's uh, the the league trying, offices incompetent. The, the problem with the NFL is that they have like over legislated everything, mm-hmm. and that if they if they actually like, but they try to like make new rules so that they can like officiate everything down to like the the exact inch or like, well, if the elbow touches the ground before the knee hits, then <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, if position is not maintained while the receiver goes to ground but is out of bounds, there's all these like acts. So they just make extra rules for everything, which actually makes it harder and more confusing for people to follow the game. If they actually just made rules that made sense and allowed referees to legislate within those rules that followed common sense rules, there would still be human error. There would still be mistakes, but it would actually allow for room and understanding and like uh, some common sense. You would have to actually hire people that were trustworthy and made good decisions (laughs) on the spot. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, Jameis Winston had a uh, Howard Dean moment uh, this week. Like, oh god! Like he got away with looking like a pretty good leader throughout oh. all of Hard Knocks, and then he had that moment where he's eating where, the W, where he's making a W with his hand, and he's like, "We gonna snack on a W," and he's eating his uh, yeah. W, looking like a snack. Yeah, that was that was real weird. And you could see on his teammates' faces, they were like, "Oh, everyone was looking." Yeah, at him, like, yeah. Okay, okay, we'll 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 do that, Jameis. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Thanks for the speech. I guess I am hungry for a W. <laughs> and then they went and lost like 37 to zero. <laughs> uh, the, the Bucks and uh, there was another team that I was just thinking. Uh, uh, I thought I was just thinking about that, that like just no showed. People had expectations for them and they're just like, well, maybe next year we'll show up. Are you, like, trying, are you just, talking about the Bills? Because the Bills uh, last game where they got the shit kicked out of them by the Jets was pretty stunning. But by and large, the Bills have exceeded. The Bills, the Bills like the Jets, looked like a team that was like, eh, we're rebuilding, but then like accidentally won some games because they actually had like good coaching. 
So like the Bills and Jets are kind of in similar boats. Uh, the in Giants that have been. They were supposed to be terrible. Way and they shittier suck. than anyone thought. Yeah, but they get to play the Niners this weekend, so yeah, they'll be good. Football, um, man. Yeah, it's football. it's actually. But by, by the way, I came off as like negative, and like I'm eager for the for the season to be over, but. I secretly do love it very much, and um, I am helpless to uh, every Sunday. I'm I'm glued to the TV. I hate I, it, but I, I love roped it. into fantasy football, and I'm still terrible at it. And I still, I still pay way too much attention to it. Yeah, me too. I, st- I try to be good at it, and it's not going to happen. But I still, I'm still refreshing all the time. I still don't know Same. what it means. Um. Do you want to do uh, Matt? Do you want to stick around for royalty freestyle? Oh, or? Did, are we doing that? Do you want to do that? We don't. Yeah, if, man, let's do if it. If we got time, we got time to do that's, it. Yeah. Let's fucking party. Yeah. Oh, no, let's do a couple. Uh, someone donated ten dollars and sixty nine cents. Oh, I, that's nice. nice. Okay, nice. all right. I'll do it just because of that. Uh, this one is for Brian E. Brian E. Brian Eno. He did not leave any notes. This is so. good. Uh, we got a new mic uh, where it's not a dildo mic; it's like a regular mic. And so I can hold it, and I feel like more of a rapper when I hold the mic like this. Brendan, pick one of these. That one? All right, cool. Yeah, this one is good. <clears throat> for, this is for Brian E. Yeah. yeah Hell yeah. yeah. Brian E., this is for you. Yeah. This is just off top. I wish I could hear this up from Matt's side where he doesn't hear the music. Oh, shit. Let's go with a little, something a little softer. Yeah, something a little softer, dude. No, I mean, do we need to, That's a good song for Brian. Um, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Brian yeah, gets another one. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Do you know how many Patreon... They're just, we're just going to lose? One, this one's for Matthias. Oh, my God. I feel like Brian E. deserves better. Yeah. Brendan, pick 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 one of these. Oh, I know which one you're going to Do pick. better this time, though. I knew that. I knew yeah. that was going to be the one. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go. I didn't know it was going to be so fast. All right. Walking down the street, giving me a chance to walk in, having fun. And then we rock into a person, also having fun. We walk together. I say, hey, what are you? He says, bleep, blah, 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 blah. I say, what? Blah, 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 blah. I really see the robot He's a robot 
parking meter that was brilliant <laughs> is it yes oh man sometimes i feel like it, yes it is if people just told me i was bad then i could do something else with my life true genius has never understood its own time matt yeah, that's what i like to think but sometimes i feel like some true genius is really good right off the top of the dome after after you die we'll all appreciate you i know mm-hmm. that's the problem yeah i have to die yeah first. you're the you're the captain beefheart of the of the broadcast <laughs> thank captain you Queefart. captain beefheart's dead I thought Captain Beefheart was Frank Zappa's son. No, that's, no. that's, that's Moon Unit. That's Beezle. Uh, oh, who's Captain Beefheart? <laughs> I don't know. He's a guy that did the like uh, uh, influential, like weird experimental, like jazz album that like influenced all the other artists of the 1970s. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, like I'm Frank that. Zappa. I'm, I'm that guy. Yeah, you you influenced all the other. Uh, uh, underground comedy podcast of the 2020s. <laughs> Let's name the most influential artists that you've never heard their music. I'll start. Patti Smith. Oh, yeah. Never. Nope. Never heard. Ooh, yeah. Never. Never. Wow. She's a punk rock pioneer. I read that in every article about her. Yeah. Also a great book writer. She mm-hmm. wrote a great memoir that my mom liked. Sure. Yeah, my mom liked it too. That's weird. Uh, maybe Despite uh, the fact that my mom never listened to that music. Yeah, samesies. My mom, there's no way my mom listened to Patty's music. I don't know what she does. I feel like if you made music between 1976 and 1979, uh, you were going to get a lot of press no matter what. Maybe. I don't think that's true. Dude. I feel I've like never, I've never heard a Frank Zappa song. I was about to say, I've never heard a Zappa song. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know, yeah, yeah. I don't know nothing about no Zappa. I, every time I think I uh, love Frank Zappa, I'm actually thinking of Primus, and that's the weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like Primus. Primus I'm the Frank great. Zappa for the common man. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, we've podcasted enough, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know. Yeah. We, I, I've, I mean, in total, too. We're down to half. We're down to half a listener. I, I mean, yeah, we're at zero listeners. We're at like yeah. one, someone in a coma mm-hmm. who. There's not. We're running out of chores that last this long. Listener in a coma. I know. I know. It's serious. <laughs> I don't know it. I don't know the song. It's the Smiths. It's, more, it's Patty Smith. Or, yeah. Okay. It's the Smiths. It's the regular Smiths. Was Patty Smith one of the girlfriend Smiths? in a coma? No. Oh. 
dog. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I think I think today was the first day that I realized that Rand Paul was probably named after Ayn Rand, and I never picked no, up. No, so I actually looked this up today. His name is Randall, spelled with one L. Oh. Ugh. What is up with, like, the weird dudes that have, like, Todd Maffin with one D and Todd Starn? Like, what is the, but, what is but, the but, deal but, with but, that? Wait, 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 wait. So... He chose to be Rand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he was like totally a Randy growing up. Yeah. It was a conscious choice because of Ayn Rand though, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So close, but it turned out Ron Paul wasn't that insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I mean, like Ron Paul actually was that insane. I think totally. it was just kind of accidental. Yeah. 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 Well, like father, like son. There you go. Did Ron Paul ever get form tackled when he was on a riding mower? He's so old and frail um, that I think people probably wouldn't want to because they'd feel bad about it. But mm-hmm. I could see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brendan, you want to take us on out of here? Yeah, Matt. Thanks for coming on. Matt Ufford. Obviously. Oh, Not Matt. Thanks, Brendan. Lieb. Anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yes, in fact. Uh, yeah. Please do follow me on Twitter. I am at Matt Ufford. That's two T's, two F's, O-R-D. Uh, you can find the stuff I write. I write a column every Monday afternoon called NFL Dad. It's about me dealing with children while watching NFL all Sunday long. Nice. Um, also, if you go to SB Nation Friday, um, uh, I'm assuming you're listening to this right as it comes out. Totes. So uh, but Friday is Veterans Day. I've got uh, a, a longish essay on uh, veterans and the national anthem at sporting events. And uh, it's it's uh, the opposite of spicy hot takes. It's, it's like well-reasoned or I, I, I try to make a well-reasoned. Um, it's like a warm mold spice take. It is. Like a hot it is, it is, It's a take that's going to like offer you comfort and warmth as the holidays grow near Ooh, I love that. Um, so check that out i also have a podcast called the inactives which is about uh also football and dads so um really there's a lot of dad shit going on i'm sorry about that but uh but yes uh follow me on twitter and you'll get all of that good shit in your feed nice all right good plug yeah thanks man one all of right. our better plugs yeah matt lieb what's up dude what's up man nothing Okay. Oh, uh, uh, I'm in San Francisco this week. Uh, Friday, Saturday, I'll be at the setup uh, doing stand-up comedy. So come, come to that, it, or don't. I don't know, man. You know, please do. That wasn't very good. I'm just, I'm just. I felt like I couldn't live up to offers. Okay. Well. We'll work on that for next yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Email us, broadcast at gmail.com. Vince, what is the Google Voice number? 415-275-0030. Don't talk too fast. Last couple of people made that mistake. Couldn't understand what you were saying, so I can't play your <clears throat> voicemails. Take, take your Xanax before you leave us voicemails, also, kids. Also, you can also just uh, record a voice memo and email it to us. That also works. That works, too. That's the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as always, thank you for listening. And until next time, good night and good chins. Yeah. At what point do we just suggest starting the entire (laughs) podcast over again? (laughs) No, fuck it. Let's start Char.